When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. Welcome to another hour or so, depending on how you're listening, of Talking Real Money. I'm Don McDonald, Tom Cock over there. You're there. We're glad you're there. And we encourage you to call us at 855-935-8255, 855-935-TALK, as a couple of people already have, and we'll get to them after our uh, next break. But first, we want to discuss something that a lot of people have. You probably, if you work for a major employer and even some minor ones, you very likely have a some sort of a retirement plan at work, a 401k or a 403b. They're very, very similar in their structure. Um, but are they doing, these 401k plans in which you're investing, are they doing all the things for your future that they can be, Tom? Well, and m- many of them are... Uh, there isn't one right answer, as you know, to that. There are many that are good. There are many not so good. But in a general sense, if you're saving something, you're investing something, that is – everybody should be doing that if you have if you have an employer-sponsored plan, no doubt. But here's what we see. Oftentimes, people put some money in, and then they don't make money. I mean, look at the last couple of years, right? Stocks really haven't made much. Bonds have lost money. Mm-hmm. So what happens is people then say – Mm, this doesn't work. I got to either quit doing it or I got to move it. I got to mm-hmm. move it from here to there. You know, I and mean, this is the problem. We get itchy fingers about these things and that is problematic. So then the question always we get is, okay, well, what would be a better alternative for most people? And this goes against what I said 20 plus years ago when I was on television, because I used to say, don't do this. But today I think it's the right thing. And that is a target date fund because it it's uh, it's adjusted for you depending on where you are age wise in your life it's generally fairly diversified not as much as we'd like okay that's fine and the cost generally is okay it's not great not every target date fund don't just buy one and think you're okay because many are expensive but in a general sense it's a better selection for most people they're a compromise kind of vehicle they they go. really yeah. are not the best of any worlds, but they're very adequate. And what they do, and this is the strength of them. And I'm with you. Years ago, I went, eh, you know, it doesn't take into account a lot of things like mm-hmm. your your inclination, your risk tolerance. And for, for a lot of people, a, a target date fund is not appropriate. You should build your own portfolio if you have the discipline to do the things that are necessary, and that is to sell your winners and buy your losers. Which is a very oh. hard thing to do. People don't like to do it. But here's the other thing. I just We just read this that I find fascinating. In 2022, only 2% of target date fund investors traded their holdings. So people that buy into a target, and very few people that put their money in target date funds, sold that fund to buy something else, to say, oh, that didn't work. I got to move yeah. it. Because it, you've already got everything. Timer. 
Bingo. So and and so it keeps your fingers off the trigger a little bit, as I just said a minute ago, which is a big problem because right now we're still seeing people either moving from bonds to cash, bonds to stocks, bonds to anything else because they haven't. I saw a guy just call me about a real return portfolio instead, which is some real estate, some other junk in there, because mm-hmm. the bonds haven't made money. I got to. I Tom, I'm not making money there. No, you haven't made money there. You're, you don't know what you're making because the future is going to look different than the past. Well, and the other thing is that um, 401ks and 403bs often have a lot of bad managers behind the scenes taking advantage of your emotions and getting you to make these moves into things that make them money but not you necessarily or not as much for you. The nice thing about a target date fund in a 401k or 403b is that it gets it gets kind of the bulk of the portfolio in a reasonable position, allowing you to, as you learn more, as you make more money and you, you can't, you're, you're, you've already funded all your retirement plans. Well, outside of a retirement plan, then you can add that small cap value. Then you can over, uh, you could add some more international or, or emerging markets or whatever it might be in your taxable accounts using ETFs, which have a modicum of tax advantage to them. And listen to these couple more numbers around this. It's fascinating. Target date investors over the last decade, according to Morningstar, made almost 6.5% a year, losing only half a percent of the, the return. Those who own their own funds gave up almost 2% of the return because they moved the money around. Tragic, tragic, yeah. tragic. That Possibly. kills people. And and it's part of a, it's a good foundation for a plan. 855-935-TALK. We'll get to the calls in a moment. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you suffer from hodgepodgeitis? I'm Don McDonald, and hodgepodgeitis is a disease of your investment portfolio whose symptoms include lots of stocks, loads of random loaded mutual funds, and maybe an annuity or two. Most who suffer from hodgepodgeitis dread opening their quarterly portfolio statements. They feel lost and confused. Investing seems overwhelming and the financial future uncertain. If you believe you suffer from hodgepodgeitis, see a 100% fiduciary investment advisor immediately. A proper diagnosis is the first step to creating a portfolio with a purpose based on a personal plan. Start on the road to recovery now by scheduling a free meeting with an Appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. There is no cost, obligation, or high-pressure sales pitch. Take the first step at TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. Hodgepodgeitis is not a real disease, but treating it has been shown to improve mood, reduce fear, and even lead to a brighter financial future. Results may vary. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And we want so badly to help you stop doing some of the things that we know you do with your money. We want you to call us before you do something, but most of the time you call us kind of after. But we can still do some things then. Just call us at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And Brad, you're up. Thanks for waiting and welcome to the show. Hey, Brad. Well, thank you. Hello. Thanks for taking my call. Hopefully I'll make it simple. I'll, I'll give you the basic facts, then you can ask me questions if you want. I'm 75. I've got my own home, no debt, a little other, so a little bit more rental real estate. My income is basically earnings on investments or social and Social Security. I currently have 100000 in Russell in their balanced growth fund, which I put away for more long-term money. 
Um, but I've got about 550000 basically in money market, and I'm considering buying a $500,000 jumbo CD for like four eight five for six months or four nine five for a year. What should I do before or think about before I made that move? Can I ask a question? Why are you thinking about that? What's your reasoning behind getting a short-term CD for the vast majority of your money? I'm not sure. I may be building a new house and need part of that money for it. So I want it somewhat liquid, but I really don't need it to live on. Yeah, I think that's a good answer. I mean, if it is truly money that's going to be needed short-term, fine. Might be, yeah. Yeah. If longer than that, no, I wouldn't put all my money in a CD for a six-month CD because it's going to make a little money for a while, and then you're going to be right back out figuring out what to do with it next. I would try to work hard on saying, here's how much money at the max I'm going to spend on the new home, et cetera. Then the rest of it would be balanced between stocks and bonds in some way to provide future growth growth for your life and then whatever the money's going to do after you're gone. We're not sending you off anywhere, but that would be how I'd look at it. Yeah, and, and the thing is, Brad, you and everybody, we desperately, all of us need to start, instead of starting with where are we going to put the money, which is where all of us start. Yep. Most of us, not me anymore. Used to. Where am I going to put the money? Instead of doing that, what you need to figure out is what do I want this money to do? How much of it do I need to, to use to generate income? How much of it do I need to grow to replace potentially some of the the assets uh, as I draw them down? How much do I need for immediate liquidity? And then you build your portfolio in pieces based on that. The liquidity part is is the money that you need for one, emergencies, which isn't a half a million, or two, to buy a house. Other than that, now you should start having a plan for the assets, and the plan isn't just the Russell balanced growth in which I don't. Fund. Is that so? Is that a balance between stocks and bonds, or a balance between growth stocks and a different type of stocks? Because when you say I think balanced, it's a stock and bond, but I'm okay. going to look it up because I'm not um, familiar with that fund directly. We certainly are with Russell, trustworthy organization, but they have actively managed portfolios there as well. Yeah, I'm still looking for balanced growth. Is the name? Brad, you still with us? Percent fixed huh. income, yeah. Yes, I am. Balanced. Oh, okay. He, balanced. Yeah. That, okay. So that is oh, between stocks and bonds. I can't find it. It's so me. you, but you started to give the percentages there, and we interrupted you. What? What is it? What did oh, you say? Okay. It, they say it's equity fifty-six percent between large cap, uh, small cap, and inter yeah. international, and then thirty-nine percent of fixed income, mostly tax exempt bonds, et cetera, and then five percent in real estate. Yeah, so that's a, a balance. That's a pretty run. well, yeah, pretty that's, well diversified. Yeah, that's not bad. So that the idea there is you're getting some part of the market return, you're getting some stability with the fixed income. Not sure really why they throw real estate into a taxable portfolio, but that I yeah. guess at five percent, that's not a huge deal. So that that sounds okay. Yeah. I don't. Did you know what the expense ratio is on that fund? I'm looking for. Uh, if I remember right, it was like a half a percent or a percent. I not know right off the bat. I saw it at one time, but I don't think. It Wait a minute, balanced growth. It's it says it's Canadian. Yeah, it's one below that. It's the one right below that. There's balance, and then there's balanced growth above that. So I'm in the I'm in the one that's balanced growth has sixty eight percent equity, and I'm in the balanced one, which has fifty six percent. Okay, I am just having a heck of a time. Usually, Don's finding pretty good at finding this, this stuff. Fund. But 
That's okay. So, well, yeah, I mean, again, to have a balance, that's what I think you should do with all the money uh, that you're, and not necessarily great. that fund, but all the money that is not going to be used for your real estate project to go in something like that. I think that does make sense. Yeah, we, we agree. Okay. 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 Yeah, that makes sense to me. Okay. Thank you all so right. much. Thanks, Brad. Take care. Bye. The only one I can find is Canadian. Yeah, which is, uh, is it sold on a U.S. exchange? No, it's not. It's only yeah. sold in Canada, which is okay. really weird, but I can't find it, okay. which is unusual because I can usually find it. You're really it. pretty good at finding yeah, stuff on the interweb. I'll say that. On. So, yeah. All right. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Frank is up next. Hey, Frank, welcome to our program. Hello, fellas. Hello, St. Tom. I have Saint a suggestion. Tom. He and, listens. And a question. Uh, yeah, All right, I do, and, and the, the suggestion has to do with listeners of the podcast. I, I hear this nonsense about keeping it to twenty twenty five minutes for commuters. Yep, uh, the speed, the playback speed, can be adjusted. That's from true. One point to one point two five. Okay, that okay was just a, I, that was just a weak that was just a lousy mistake, a, I, a excuse on our part because we don't want to talk more than twenty minutes. No, no I'm, I, I, I'm okay with you speeding oh, Don's voice up, but please don't speed my voice up if you don't mind. I'm, I'm okay with his, not mine. I've so heard much. it; it doesn't sound good. No, it's not. No, I appreciate it. Go ahead. All right, what else? And the other is a question. One of the things I like about this show is that you're rather candid in your comments about other folks in the industry. And while he's no longer active in the industry, I'm curious what your thoughts are of Bob Brinker. I listened to him starting in the 80s. Yeah. He got mm-hmm. me into no-load index funds. Mm-hmm. I know he pushed those hard, but... Curiously, he also had uh, a publication, probably paper, and then went to the internet. Bob Brinker's Market, Market Timer. Timer. Yeah, yep. right. Yeah, we're well aware which, of that. Yeah. I, he had I a horrendous call. He had a horrendous that. call to put it all in technology in about 2000, by the way, just if I remember right, 2000, 2001, right before it went down 70%. But. Um, so you want to know what we think of Bob? I don't like those people that do that. And I yeah. did not never I never liked the market timer thing because I don't believe in market timing. And he seemed everything Bob Brinker always seemed like a contradiction. Uh because he would as you said, he would uh say, you know, do some index investing, but, you know, subscribe to my market timing newsletter. Uh he made a lot of money off that, but uh got to tell you the uh, the reviews were not good. His performance was terrible and for when it was when people tracked it back years ago. Long time. Uh, yeah, it's been a long long time. I think I he was one of those guys you could listen to for a long time because he was extremely knowledgeable about markets. He could go on for an hour and talk about all the stuff that was going on sort of macroeconomics, that sort of thing. Wonderful. But this is the problem in this business. When you boil it down to what does that mean to me as an investor, other than be giving people index funds, which I think is really good advice, people like Bob get cornered into giving other advice that oftentimes is not very yeah, good. People That's try to corner us into doing that. Yeah. Hmm. By the way, Bob Brinker shut down the Market Timer newsletter in June oh. of 2023. Wow, just then. At 82 wow. years old. Good for him. All right. All right. Thanks for being there. Give us a call, 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. 
For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-TALK is our number. 855-935-8255. I didn't realize Bob Brinker was that much older than me because yeah, we were on the radio around. at the same time. I know. Yeah, I yeah. liked this show. I enjoyed it. it very, I say very we run a lot guy. of the same stations. Mm-hmm. But it makes sense, by the way. I want to thank mm-hmm. Frank for asking us to speak longer than we do because generally in my life, in most parts, they ask me to speak less than I do. So I appreciate that. Yeah, but but bear in mind, that's just one man's opinion. Oh, that kind of yeah. hurts. Then there's yeah. the other 8,000 people downloading right. the podcast. Whom we have Shut not heard up. from yet, but <laughs> but point. we have an opportunity for someone else to chime in, okay. and that's Cindy. Cindy, <laughs> welcome right. to Talking Real Money. Longer or shorter, Cindy? What do you say? I've got a note pad here that I just flipped over. I'm sitting in my car, so maybe we better go with the long talking. <laughs> okay. But I, uh, hi, and thanks for taking my call. Um, my husband and I are both 67, so um, I am unemployed. I'm a housewife, and he is getting ready to retire. Um, he will get no retirement from work. We have about $1.3 million in assets, um, mostly with Vanguard. We do not own a home. Um, we have lots of Roth IRAs, and we have 175 in traditionals. We have 180 in a three-year CD we got 40 in index bonds. So of that 1.3 million, um, I should also tell you, we have about 230 invested in mutual funds, joint mutual funds that we are going to have tax liability on. Um, we put uh, 75K in Vanguard in 2011, and uh, it's done extremely well. It's up to about 230 right now. There's four different funds. So our main question is, and my husband's been working on this, um, the order of uh, what order of withdrawal starting next year, um, since we don't want to take Social Security till we're 70. Nice. Very wise. Awesome. 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 That's good. Very wise. Um, the, The order is very simple. It really is simple. You want to let the tax advantaged investments ride for as long as possible you want to just get the, the taxable IRA. stuff out of the way and the ira the ira and the roth yet yeah, let the ira and go. roth yeah. are waiting the taxable accounts are okay. where you're going to draw from for the first several years then the next one will be the regular ira or a regular 401k but i assume in your case it's a regular ira you don't have a 401k that would be the next place the roth is last Okay. Because it's yeah, that, tax-free. That's, that's what he's thinking. Yeah, yeah, that's what he's thinking. Now, I've um, I, I've contacted Vanguard a couple times um, looking at these long-term capital gains. And um, if we don't live a lavish lifestyle, we don't require a lot of money to live. Mm-hmm. We're, we're pretty low-key. So um, I was asking them about these long-term gains on these um four funds that are just mutual funds. And um, they showed me how to look it up. And I was a little concerned because like one account, we put 25 K in it's Windsor Mm -hmm. and uh, the, you know, now it says the cost is like 39,000. And I asked the guy, why is it saying my total cost is 39,000? Reinvesting, reinvesting. Yeah. No, it's from reinvesting along the way. 
Okay. Right. Along the way, whenever oh, they I, declare a dividend or a capital gain the distri- distribution, those monies almost always go back into the fund at a new price, raising your cost basis. Right. So that's because of of, of right. uh, now. I have a question for you though. What is your what do you expect your income, your taxable income, will be your first year in retirement, or what does it need to be? Okay, so that that's part of the question. So. Um, we're thinking we need about seventy five hundred a month to okay. to survive, okay. yeah. um, pay our rent and whatever, unless we want to get lavish and take an exotic trip or some trip or something. So he was going to start withdrawing. His mind is, I'll we'll do those um, mutual funds, those joint mutual funds, and we discovered that um, your taxable income, as long as it's Hang on, hang on a minute. I know where you're going with this, and it's going to take longer than we have. So we need to take this break because it's an on-time exact break. And then we'll come back and talk more about your capital gain and how low it might be. Tom and Don are talking real money. <laughs> Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. We're chatting with Cindy about their uh, preparations for retirement uh, and trying to figure out from where to take what to give them the income they need. The income they need is probably going to be about $7,500 a month, which is $90,000 per year. Yep. For a married couple. That's a very good number for you because it means you're not going to have to worry about capital gains. Please explain more. Yeah, that's what we were. That's what we were thinking. But that that eighty nine k that I read online for the if your income's eighty nine k and some change uh, or below, you don't pay long term capital gains. Um, so, but then you get to add back in the the married filing jointly deduction of twenty seven seven, right? Um. Yeah. So the reality is, because that's going to be all of your income, those capital gains are going to be all of your income. You're really not going to, your tax situation is going to be pretty good. We're looking, we're looking at, we're talking about the wrong things here. Number one, uh, first of all, to take out $7,500 a month out of a, I believe you said portfolio of 1.3 million. Did I hear that correctly? Yeah. Okay. That is a very high withdrawal rate. So at 4%, it would be 52,000. So that's one thing to consider. Number two, while we both applauded the fact that you're waiting on Social Security until age 70, without delving into your numbers more carefully, which I think you should have a professional do, I couldn't really tell you that that's a great decision because it may turn out, for example, that the computer program says, nah, you really ought to take it at 67, uh, 68, 69, because you're going to be drawing a lot of money from the portfolio. Remember, early withdrawals and a potential bear market could be very harmful to your long-term financial health. So that brings me to number three. Really, at this point in your life, it is going to be worth it for you to pay a professional to look over your plan, to perhaps even write you a plan, to say, here are the things really to think about, because this is so important at such a moment in your life to get someone who does this every day, who is 100% fee-only fiduciary and does it right. That's what you really should be looking at. And that sounds like a promotion, but we're not the only ones. We say this regularly, but you really ought to have somebody who really knows this well, rather than, and no offense to Tom and Don, is going to give you, you know, real quick advice over the radio because here it's not the detail that you really need at such an important 
moment in your life, really. I got. However, say. after Tom's speech, um, I I, I got to tell you, if it's just for three years that you're drawing this ninety thousand a year out, if it's just for three years, because you're going to wait on Social Security, it's going to kick way up. It's going to be higher. There's no right. Doubt. So yep. you'll be able to take a lot less out of your portfolio going forward. But I would still have somebody else look at. Oh, the situation I agree with that part. But and you just, and make, you just and were long winded, and it, I know why I you're long winded. You're just doing it because people well, told you to told be longer winded. He said, Frank "Go told on." You, just because going. Frank tells you to, you should, what? You, Frank told you to jump off a bridge. Would you? Never mind. Probably. I'm, go ahead, Cindy. <laughs> no, my my husband has done retirement calculations online, and but we we do agree with you that we need to have a professional look at it. And I've already looked you guys up online um, to get in contact with one of your people. So this is something that your people do, and we just pay like an hourly rate? or Actually, actually, let me tell you something, Cindy. You can call them or go online and set up an appointment, and we'll give you up to an hour for nothing free. We're not going to even charge oh. you. Yeah, I mean, and so and it may be that we just say it go It may be this, that this, an hour this. does it because yeah. you guys are, you yep. know, you've got, you've got, a handle on it, it sounds yeah. like. You just need a little more advice. You may need long-term advice. We don't know until we look at it and discuss it with you. But that's why we do it for free because it's like, oh, I don't want to pay somebody unless I'm going to use them. So don't pay us yet. Okay? Okay, because in 2020, we called a, a different – I'm not going to mention their name, but um, we didn't like the gentleman and he just wanted us to sign up and he wanted to take charge of all we'll of our never do that to you like, we we have never done that to a single soul in 14 years now tom well plus you throw in merriman it's more than that so yeah we have never ever ever pushed somebody to become a client and we never will because why great now once you know? One thing I should tell you is our Social Security is not going to be real high. I think it's going to be at 70. It's estimated combined of 50K a year because um, we have well, Wait, wait, we wait, wait. 50 of income. 90 is that's a 50,000 of the 90,000 need. Sounds like a pretty substantial part to me. Actually, yeah, basically just bad. rough math. Rough math tells me that with a 4% withdrawal from your portfolio even after taking out good point, the 90,000 a year going. if yeah, nothing right. changes that 50,000 you're good only going to have to take another 40,000 out to keep the same income stream there you go Bing. and then you can add in a few of those extra goodies you mentioned yep the trip whatever it else it yep. is yeah yep you need an advisor though probably because you're going to want to have somebody to tell you down the road eh, no don't do that plug you need the money in, for the trip in. and yeah right yeah this is not the year for you to take the trip Maybe next year. 855-935-TALK. Thanks so much, Cindy. We appreciate your call. Yeah, and that's kind of you. Yeah, and then we appreciate you reaching out to us. So, But, you know, yeah. here's the thing about that. I think people still have, they have the wrong notion. Number one. When you call somebody, you're going to get sold something. Oh, I yes, just, you, it's but just, you are most it, of the time. Uh, it scares me because then, but then here, what happens is people say, I'll figure it out on my own. And because they're afraid. They, they are. And oftentimes they make a mistake then as a result of that. Because, oh, no, I got to figure it out. Well, yeah, you're right, Don. I mean, they should be scared, be very scared in many ways. But if you find the right firm and the right firms are out there, you got to dig a little are, harder. But it's harder to find them. On the radio or on podcasts, oh. the right firms. I, I bet you in the podcast universe, and I've listened to a number of podcasts. There's in only the podcast several universe, tens of thousands or something. Yeah, but I bet I could only find tens of firms with, yeah. with, with whom I would work. Um, I know true. on the radio in Seattle that the number would be one. One. 
I'd have one. to think it through, but I think you're no, right. No, think on the it radio. through. One. Yeah, right. Yeah, the rest of them, yeah. the rest of them are pushing garbage products, and they're they're salespeople, salespeople, salespeople. They're they're not. They have an agenda, and yeah. it's not yours. And, and that's it's not the problem. yours. Yeah, yeah. And that's a problem. So, it's all about yeah. selling you an indexed annuity or something, oh. which they still do with I impunity. Know. Even though Although, your bonds now are paying 4% again. I mean, how do you get away with that? Because they make them a big commission? Could that yeah. be it? There are huge commissions, yeah. huge wow. commissions. As a matter of fact, we've got a call coming up oh. after the break if we don't okay. get if we don't get another one. I've got one that somebody called in. Oh wait, no, we do have somebody. Never yeah. mind. Um, let's see. I'm looking at the time. Okay, Don's not at his top. No, I'm not. Fitness. I got my I you got, got his flu my, shot yesterday. No, I, and, show. and the COVID yeah, at the okay. same time. Don't get the do a, to, I, AS whatever at the same time? What's wrong I with don't care on. what Travis Kelsey says. <laughs> do not get them both together There's if a you're guy, older. No do win not. situation. Dumbest man in the world, but good luck to him. So, Travis Kelsey? Yeah. How once dumb can he be? Once it's over with Taylor Swift, he is... Think, it starts think about with a it. Well, D and but, ends with a D. I mean, it's over, but, dude. But sorry, you know, there may be yeah. something there. You never know. Right. Could be uh, real. Luck. Could be good for luck. real. Eight five five nine three five talk. Eight five five nine three five eight two five five. We do have a couple of calls. We do have some lines open. We do have time, and we do definitely, absolutely, positively want to try and help you any way we can get to get this right. Because I can't say it enough. What we're really talking about is your entire future. You've got to take this more seriously than many of you do. Please call. We'll be back. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do me a favor. Grab your latest investment statements if you know where they are. How many do you have? A lot? How many different investments are in each statement? A bunch? Do you own individual stocks, bonds, sector funds, and stuff you don't understand? Yeah, I thought so. I'm Don McDonald, and I'm pretty sure you have a case of hodgepodgeitis. But don't worry, it's not terminal and can be cured. But it takes three things. A bit of time, some fiduciary guidance, and a plan. There's a problem, though. Most financial advisors can't or won't provide any of those. That's where we come in. Tom and I will provide you the help you need to overcome hodgepodgeitis in a free, no-obligation meeting with an Appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. So scan or take a picture of all those pages you gathered, then go to TalkingRealMoney.com, click on Meet an Advisor, and set up a free appointment online or by phone when it's convenient for you. Let us sort through the mess and help you get started on a better, simpler future plan. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Need a little help with your money? We're here to provide it every Saturday afternoon from noon to 2 Pacific time on Northwest News Radio in the Seattle area. Uh, Also as a podcast, most of the time, five days a week, except coming up, we will have a few days over Thanksgiving where there will be no podcast. A happy Thanksgiving to you all. We will not be live a week from today on Saturday either. So no, we will not. Enjoy your break. Uh, 855-935-8255. That is our phone number. And James, you're you're on. Welcome. Hi. Hi, James. Uh, uh, calling from Port Orchard. Just wanted to uh, correct the record about what Tom said earlier. Uh, I've been actually following Bob Brinker for the many years. And back in 1999 of December, he had a 100% stock position 
It was in January of 2000, he changed his stock position to 60%, 40% in cash, and that following March is when the tech-heavy you know, tech NASDAQ 100 started to drop quite a bit. So I just wanted to correct Tom on that. Well, my apologies for getting uh, for getting his rec- – I, I, my recollection, and this was a recollection only, and it's been a couple of years, was that there, somewhere along the way his timing system – and this is why I don't like timing systems, had said buy this, and it was the exact rock opposite. So I apologize to Bob for that. So, But I will have to say I love your show, and Bob believed in having actively managed uh, mutual funds. I don't do that. I just love the indexing system, and I just love you guys. I love your show. Thank you well, very, very much. Yeah, we really appreciate nice. it, James. Yeah. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And, Jim, you're next. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, I really enjoy your show. I've been listening to it for several years. Uh, my question is, <clears throat> if I had invested money since January, what reasonable amount of money on a diversified account should i have received today i got it right in front of me what's your stock to bond <laughs> ratio i've been waiting for this call for like 10 years what the, what percentage in uh, stocks what percentage in bonds 75 25 oh you're gonna make it hard on me okay all right uh hang on i can pull that one up too um because i have a hundred percent a hundred percent globally diversified stock portfolio year to date according to our friends at IFA.com, where you can go every day. They update that every single day, the returns. The 100% portfolio is up 7.0, which sounds pathetic when you compare it to the Standard Poor's 500, which is up 18.7, right? And that's because some of the right. other stuff yeah, the other stuff hasn't done as well. Small hasn't done as well, international large. But if you look at some of the other asset classes, International values up eleven and a half. Emerging small. So let me just take a quick look while you're on here, Jim, to see if I can find the eighty twenty. Or pardon me, the seventy five. Because a sixty forty portfolio, sixty percent in that globally diversified portfolio of stocks, forty percent in bonds, has made five point six percent. Again, that's balanced between stocks and bonds. So I'm trying to open their uh, IFA app, which is. Huge! Oh, hang on. Went to I mean, it's it's a it's, massive. Uh, there's a lot of lot of buttons lot, to push. There are there. a lot of buttons to push. Mark Hebner does a wonderful job keeping people informed. They at their portfolio, seventy five percent in stocks, twenty five percent in bonds, up six point one eight percent, and that is through the market close yesterday. So if I let's say I started with twelve thousand one hundred and eighteen dollars and as of thirty one October I have twelve thousand two hundred and sixteen dollars, meaning I've made about eight dollars. Would that be a should I be looking for something else? <laughs> well it sounds like it, but I don't know because number one, <laughs> in November Prices have raced up, as we mentioned earlier in the program. Stocks are up over seven and a half percent this month alone. So I'd, I don't have any way to go back. I guess I could, but I don't. Right off the top of my head, I don't. It'd be hard for me to go back and look and see what returns were at the end of October. I know they weren't very good, uh, mm-hmm. stocks or bonds. 
So, but this is. But we go through we go yeah, through lots of short yeah, periods. Me, but yeah, that's the exact point. The question at hand to me would be, how are you invested? What is your what things is it into? Are you in a diversified portfolio? Are you in an expensive fund? Are you in a passive portfolio? Because if it's properly positioned, looking at ten months of returns is meaningless. It really is. The 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 academics are going to tell you less than ten years is meaningless. But you should put the odds in your favor. Be massively diversified. Have the right balance between stocks right. and bonds and keep your costs and taxes low. So without looking at really the portfolio you're in to see if you match up with that, I couldn't give you really thorough advice. Well, yeah, that's what I'm, we're stuck with I'm is debating, rough. I'm debating on moving more money into this fund because I believe in it. But I'd like to have seen a little bit better performance. What fund is it? Yeah. Uh, I prefer not to say over the radio. Darn it. If okay. it's a mutual it's fund, it's, it, nobody's going to rush into it. But I'd be dying to know what, because really, if you're invested the way we believe you should invest, you shouldn't be crazy about any funds because it's not the fund. It's the concept. It's the right. strategy. Uh, after I come off the radio, one of you want to talk, I'll tell you what the fund is. Well, I don't want to say it over the radio. All right. Tell you what, when we're when we let, when, when we off the air, just go ahead and give it to our producer. He'll pick up, right, yeah. Zach? He's okay. got it. He'll do it, yeah. He'll pick it up, and uh, he'll send it to, to right. me and Tom. Yeah. All right? Because I'm dying to know. We no, won't say too. it on the air. All right. Thank you, you very much. Great. And by the way, yes, talk sir. more. <laughs> talk more. Talk more. Uh, you're... Thank, thank you so much, Jim. I just that really right. makes just the holiday th better. I, no, here's what I'll do. I'm just going to throw it to Tom. I'm just going to say, Tom, here's ten minutes for you. You complain uh, about not having enough time. Here, no, and this, you. but this, you, what you just said is makes that's the the message with the most clarity you've ever delivered. Me? Yeah. Really? Because, be, because a, a, here's as badly as I'm have, feeling today. I know because here's what people end up thinking. I bought this fund and it didn't produce. Mm-hmm. And they look at it for 10 months, as Jim said. Well, it hasn't made any money. That is a meaningless period of time. It means nothing until we know the actual fund because what you just said about the type of things you own, that's what you need to know. Do you have big companies and small companies and growth and value and all this international stuff? And do you have the right balance between stocks and bonds? You got, it's the concept, as you said, first, not the fund per se. That's the mistake people make. You never buy a story don't buy a story you want to invest from a plan from a blueprint from a strategy you want to be to have the strategy so that your tactics can match up with that strategy what we do is we reverse the tactics and ignore the strategy bingo now, and the tactics have changed over the years. Yes, dramatically. They have. I mean, and today you can buy the, that strategy that Don just mentioned for almost, well, certainly no commissions. And you can buy it for almost nothing in terms of the management of the money because you buy index or index-like products. Exchange trade yeah. funds. So Unlike it's real so estate, this has become commoditized. Exactly. <laughs> once it becomes uh, commoditized, the fees right. go way down, real estate yeah. agents. Bingo. Just yeah. telling you, daughter of <laughs> Tom. I'm going to get another phone call here soon. <laughs> you are. You are. So, so no, that, that's the point, though. But and, and, again, in any case, if you're properly invested in the way I just said, 
mm-hmm. at low cost and tax efficient, it doesn't matter what 10 months of performance. Frankly, it doesn't even matter what 10 years because you're, you've got the concept right. Over the long haul, it has worked. We hope it will work into the future. That's the best we can give you. Really yeah, is. And, and speaking of the daughter of Tom, uh, by the way, you know, you could always come to work for Appella. You're, you've already got the skill set down. That's good Look point. at your brother. Just look at your brother. Uh, we'll be right back. Don't go away. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Now, I want you to think about something for a minute. Tom and I have been doing this show and our podcast for a very, very, very long time. And over that time, we have always said, we're going to help everybody for free with no high-pressure sales pitch. I know that sounds like a lie because most people lie about this stuff. But think about this for a minute. We don't screen our calls. We take every call that comes through. So if somebody got a high-pressure sales pitch from one of our advisors, we would have heard about it by now. So what we'd like you to do is get the help. Go ahead. It's free. It's easy. You just go to TalkingRealMoney.com. Click on Meet an Advisor. The opinions and views expressed on this podcast were current on the date recorded. Opinions, estimates, forecasts, and statements of financial market trends that are based on current market conditions constitute our judgment and are subject to change without notice, including any forward-looking estimates or statements which are based on certain expectations and assumptions. Although information and opinions given have been obtained from or based on sources believed to be reliable, no warranty or representation is made as to their correctness, completeness, or accuracy. Information presented on the podcast is not personalized investment advice from Appella Wealth. The views and strategies described may not be suitable for everyone. This podcast does not identify all the risks, direct or indirect, or other considerations which might be material to you when entering any financial transaction. Past performance does not guarantee future results, and profitable results cannot be guaranteed. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. The podcast is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by a Appella Wealth, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Please see Appella Wealth's ADV Part 2A on our website for information regarding Appella's fees and services. Appella Capital, LLC, DBA Appella Wealth is an investment advisory firm registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission. The firm only transacts business in the states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempt from registration requirements. Registration with the SEC or any state securities authority does not imply a certain level of skill or training. Appella does not provide tax or legal advice, and nothing either stated or implied here should be inferred as providing such advice. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and important disclosure related to performance of any specific index or fund quoted in this podcast. And the lawyers get richer.